0: Okay, great. Um, Got the recording started. Um, So welcome today to the teleseminar. Just to review for people who might be new, um, um, I want to just share a bit on the topic for today for about 30 minutes and then check in with people. Um, I love to like hear from people um, in terms of any thoughts they have about the topic or anything they want to share about the understanding they're getting about the principle. So um, I'll talk for a while, then check in with people. Hopefully um, you'll feel comfortable enough to share. We've had some wonderful sharing uh, in the teleseminar, um, teleseminars in the past. Uh, I really wanted to be interactive. That was my, my purpose for having the teleseminars, um, again, so um, at the end, um, you know, I'll tell you how to uh, connect to here uh, the other teleseminars. All of you will get an email uh, that will give you a link to this this teleseminar. But all the teleseminars are on my website, and we'll talk about that at the end. So we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, if you have questions, or you want to share something, or you have a thought. Um, to share with us, uh, you want to press star star two on your phone you want to press um, star two on your phone and um, I will be able to see that here on the control panel and and then invite you to share. Um, so today's topic is the hope of uh, Sydney bank's spiritual experience and I wanted to to have a teleseminar where we bring back the conversation to to the experience that this ordinary human being had um, that brought us the principles, which are now worldwide and expanding. Uh, but I I was inspired to to talk about the experience of Sydney Banks from two um, videos that Elsie Spittle made. She did a uh, an individual interview about the importance of uh, not so much Sidney Banks as the human being, but the experience that he was blessed with. And then she did another a video about that with um, Chip Chipman. And I was inspired in listening to that to to bring us back to that experience because along the way, um, and we'll talk about this a bit in a bit, Along the way, um, um, people's insights um, are beginning to look like um, what the principles are, and I want to just help people get more of a feel for the spiritual nature, the formless nature of the principles, and the ongoing uh, knowledge to find. But I'm going to start with a story, and the story is only to kind of point out Why what Sydney Banks is sharing is so hopeful. So I'm going to start out with my own story in the sense that, you know, when I came through my uh, uh, doctoral program in clinical psychology and in my fellowship in San Francisco at at UC San Francisco, I was uh, immersed in a lot of approaches. Uh, on how to help people. So this was in the years, uh, you know, 1972 to maybe 1978. So, you know, um, but in that time frame, there was a rich period in um, psychology and psychiatry in the psychotherapy treatment of, of people. And there was a lot of development along ways to do this. So I would learn an approach. There was someone who uh, had an idea about how to help people. You know, it started with Sigmund Freud's idea, right? So um, I came in being trained in Freudian approach, but then there were other people uh, who were sharing their approach, like Carl Rogers and Rogerian therapy, there was Gestalt therapy, all these kinds of therapies. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because when you, um, when you were trained in that approach, there was the leader of the approach who had the method that you had to develop your skill set for. In other words, they were putting, putting in you a skill that you had to learn to master that form of therapy you get you know so it came from the person who developed it and then you went and got trained and it got put in you you know you developed the skill to do gestalt therapy or Freudian therapy or Rogelian therapy so that was my background and I started work as a psychologist um that was my background in my first meeting with uh, at a seminar that Sydney Banks held, and when I heard it, it changed everything for me immediately. And two things it changed for me. The first thing I heard uh, when Sydney Banks shared from his his spiritual feeling was there was nothing to put into you. There was nothing to train you. There wasn't a skill set that you had to learn because you already had everything in you that you've been looking for. So I heard that and it just filled me with hope because I'd always been trying to find this. You know, I, I knew human beings had something, but everything I was learning really was good. It was good stuff. It was helpful to people, but it didn't quite get to this feeling for people. And when I heard Sydney Banks share this way, I, w- I was filled with hope because um, I nobody had to put anything in me. It was already in me. I just had to find a way to understand it, you know. So, uh I mean, it isn't that I understood what he was sharing at all, but I had hope because he was the first leader. Not He wasn't really a leader even. He was the first person talking about human, living as a human that there wasn't anything to put into you, that there was just something for you to have insights into. The second thing was um, I had some insights while I was listening to him. And that helped that helped me a tremendous amount in terms of um, being able to share something with people. But when I had those insights, uh, what immediately occurred to me was that everything else I was trained in Was not going to be ultimately helpful. It helps people, but ultimately helpful to people is for them to wake up knowledge, spiritual knowledge about the nature of life and their true nature that every human being is born with. They didn't need anything else, they didn't need anything that these other methods were providing. Um, I saw that as well and I tell the story a lot so that when I went back the next day to work at the clinic when I saw the people that had been my clients over the past month that that day I knew I couldn't do anything we used to do and that's the other piece here that um, to me was very hopeful Um Not only do we have everything we need to live our lives with um, happiness and uh, love and understanding, but we also have within us the knowledge of the meaning of life, what our true nature truly is, what it's all about being here. And there wasn't anything that I needed to master and then put into people or in myself. I had to wake it up, and, um, and waking it up, there wasn't anything to do, you know, because it would, must come from an insight, it must come from a realization of knowledge that's already there. Now, I had something to tell people, to tell my clients, it was my insight, and my insight was, um, we make up our feelings, they're made up. And thought creates feelings. That's what I had. Now that wasn't what I touched. That was what I touched listening to Sydney Banks gave me. So I'm trying to just share with you that there's, that the insight I had was not the principles, but the principles gave me that insight. This is something I'm going to be the theme of today, Um because what I had to share was what came to me, and it was through thought and consciousness that it formed as we make up our feelings, and thought creates feelings. Now, this is a truth, but the important thing to see here is that this isn't the spiritual knowledge that you want to point that you want people to tap into or that that they already have, that you want them to awaken to. This was like a vehicle to help them move in that direction and to help me move in that direction. Because what it helped me see was I needed to look inside. So that was beautiful, you see. Uh, what I, the insight, the two insights I had helped me to look in a direction where I could get more. So again, like everybody else, prior to that, all of my feelings, I would uh, I would blame on what was happening to me. I would blame it on the people in my life. So getting that insight helped me look inside. And inside is not in your physical form, but into... Um, your consciousness. Look into what's being created in you. So, so when I heard Sidney Banks, those were the two hopeful messages, and I saw that throughout the history of being with him, he never wanted anyone to make it about him. Now, of course, he have written books. And of course, we recommend listening to him, but he, but but only because no one else can touch that level at which he he saw uh, this spiritual uh, essence. Um, and it's not really about him; it's about what he's pointing to through his books and in the seminars that are really about waking it up in you i remember him telling us that he wrote his books so that he would write a page or two deeply from the spiritual understanding to wake up in people their own knowledge and then he would give them a break by talking about the you know the the, the scenery around whatever the setting was for his writings You could see that in his books, in Second Chance, in The Enlightened Gardener. Um, And in his seminars, what he he always uh, helped me uh, with the sharing of the principles is that he was really not sharing to particular people. He was sharing beyond their form to the consciousness that was there to wake that Mm up. So that was the shift in me and that was the hope, see? The hope is that at any moment we can get realizations from what we are all spiritually a part of and uh, it will always move us toward more understanding of life and the nature of life and our own uh, true nature. So... um this is the power here. The power is that um, that this ordinary man, and he even said he didn't know why it happened to him, saw at a very, very deep level the, the meaning of life and the spiritual nature of life. And where our human experience comes from. The principles came to him. And he's been he's been sharing them, and, and from from that level, and it's waking up knowledge in people. So, um, so I wanted to share the hope of that, and I wanted to bring it a little further. And what I mean by this is that all of us, um, all of you that are on the call. And all of the people I've met, met, uh, through the years and the people that are now part of my coaching work that I, I love being, being able to talk with have all had a realization about the principles. Everyone has and maybe more than one. Um, but you don't want to live with that. Like you don't want to go horizontal. What I mean by horizontal, you don't want to go laterally with what you've seen. So for example, um, there are things out there like um, we feel our thinking. um, It's inside out. Uh, Thought creates feelings. And there's talk at that level. You know, people, I've seen it on various posts that people are talking about. Well, that sounds like, you know, and there's things like, you know, have a quiet mind, uh, quiet your thinking. So a lot of insights have come to people that have been awakened through, um, the knowledge that they hold within them spiritually. But then there are thoughts about, uh, these, these realizations, um, are they like, uh, other teachings? Um, I know in the beginning, some of you on the call who were there in the very early days in the San Francisco Bay Area, a lot of people would hear, uh, Sydney and, and get touched and get some realizations for themselves. And then they would stay lateral. They would say, well, this is like, uh, uh, in the Bible, uh, Jesus has said this or, um, uh, in those days there was we what was really popular was something like called the course in miracles so that's what they're talking about well if you stay lateral you get caught up in the in your realizations being like something else but what i want you to see today is that that was just your your insight that's just a thought that, that, um, we feel our thinking. That's not the principles. It's what's come to you or my colleagues from being part of the principles. As a, from that spiritual wisdom. And it's taken the form of we feel our thinking. Now that's terrific. I think that's wonderful stuff because it helps people begin to see that feelings are simply a reaction to thought. But when you heard Sidney Banks share, he didn't share that. I have not heard him say we feel our thinking. There have been questions to him on certain audio tapes I've listened to where people say, well, what are feelings? And he said, well, feelings are simply the reaction to thought. So, but what, what my point today is really, be grateful for what you have seen. But again, realize that's not the principles. Because the principles are formless. They have no form. They're just spiritual energy, always manifesting through you, through thought and consciousness. So you have these wonderful insights and use them. They're wonderful. Um, but, but realize also that there is a ton more to see and don't rest on a lateral use of what you've seen, um, because there's always more to see, always, always more to see. Be grateful for what you've seen, but don't get caught up in what you have seen. And that's why I talk to people so much about listening when they're sharing what they have seen with other people. Because when you go to listening, you have now, um, dropped out of, um, you know, your thinking, what you have seen to look for more. And you look for more by having an uh, investigating and exploring with the person in front of you, whether that made sense to them. And you're looking for more. Always looking for more. The only way we get caught up in arguments about the principles being like something else is when we look at the insights that people have had about the principles and talk about them as if they were the principles. But they're not. You see, the principles are spiritual. So you can't compare them You can only compare what has occurred to you. Now, of course, Sid says, uh, be in a quiet mind. Of of course, he says, um, think positively. Don't think negatively. He says these things that are very practical. But that's him, I think, getting, I think, I don't know, but that's just him getting to a practical level. But when he shares from, that deep level of the principles, he's not at all ever um, um, pointing to just the lateral looking at uh, insight. He's just sharing the principles from a spiritual place that's always new. Now, I, that's all I wanted to share with you and I wanted to give you just a practical example of that, that you're always looking for something new. This is a very, very practical example. I hope it helps. But let's take it into the realm of relationships. I work, I've worked 35 years with relationships a lot, seen a lot of couples. And when couples come to see me, they are telling me what they think. They don't say what they think. They're telling me who that person is that is their partner. You see, they're telling me who that person is. And they're giving me all of the judgments and the ways that this person bothers them and the way this person doesn't love them anymore and all of that. And truly, when they're sitting there talking to me, they believe that's who that person is. Both people are sharing with me what that person is. Now, what's really interesting here is that the, the moment this couple begins to see that their experience of their partner is coming through the principles, they, um, they, uh, lessen getting caught up in their usual thoughts about that person. They find more love and understanding, and then they tell me, man, I'm just seeing so much more of my partner. She or he is just so much more than I thought before. And, you know, again, here it is. Once you take a look beyond your usual thinking, you see more. And then they come back as their love and understanding deepens and they see more. The... In a relationship with some, some other human being in a love relationship, seeing who they truly are is forever. It's forever. You will always see more and it will always move to positive if you're looking into the, the right direction uh, about who this person is. Because like you, they are mind they are love and understanding. And as their usual uh thoughts quiet down, go by the wayside about you or about themselves, more emerges of this love, lovely person. And so it's a continual evolution. So that's just a practical example. And it's happen it can happen for you all the time all the time there is so much more to see about these principles that again are spiritual so the hope is it's really a paradox you can't understand them but uh but you know i don't know how to say it right but you know if you keep looking in that direction you'll see more you know you'll see more of something you can't see but see you can 't see it from your intellect that 's why um, getting caught up in discussions about um, is uh, are the principles like this or like that or um, whatever doesn 't make sense because um, there's so much more to see we've just we've just seen the tip of the iceberg you know I remember um, one time uh, we were meeting with Sidney Banks, you know, and we were talking about this and he just shared, you know, you you just are getting a glimpse of what I was blessed to see. Um, and you think you know something, but you really have just, you do see something, but you've just been a glimpse of it. And like, you know, another another thing he shared is that We, you don't know thought. There are, there's so much more to know what thought really is pointing to. And so, doesn't that really, um, doesn't that get you into a feeling of awe and wonder? I wanted to share that with you because I want you to see there's so much more to see that even for me, you know, you can't um, rest on what insights you've gotten about thought and consciousness. They're wonderful things. And I do webinars on what I've seen, you know. But you want to keep, uh, when you talk about this, you want to keep the message that that's only what you've seen so far. That's really only what you've seen so far. So feeling or thinking is a very small glimpse of thought thought, and consciousness. That thought creates feeling is a small glimpse into what is the spiritual nature of these principles. Now, when you see that, it humbles you. And you need, you want to be in humility, uh, that feeling of humility when you talk to people about this. Because you always want to keep looking for more you want to, always want to keep open to seeing more. He, and it's it's a it's a tough one because when you're talking to people, you're really wanting to point them to the spiritual, which is formless. So, but if you know you you really want to um, point there, you'll do your best with what you've got so far, and you'll help people not just uh, limit themselves to what you're sharing, you see. You know, you, you help them see that there's more to see. So that's a beautiful thing to have. So you really want to get a feel for the fact that you've been blessed to get insights from what you were born with. That you are born... You are mind. You have the intelligence before life that you are. And it it contains all the wisdom you need to understand life and your true nature and live in happiness and well-being and live with people. Um, You're blessed with that. And you've had some insights. And that's wonderful. And the more of you that you can share what you've seen, the better for helping humanity. We really need your voice. But but, but always look for more. Always look for more. Because what you have seen is a manifestation of your connection to mind. It isn't the principles. It's what was manifesting through you because you are the principles in order to form knowledge. In order for this uh, spiritual knowledge to form, the princ- they must form through the principles, but they, f- they become a form. And those are your insights, your thoughts. And they're beautiful. Beautiful. They really help people uh, really powerfully direct them to truth. But remember, remember, those aren't the principles because the principles are formless. So you want to always see more of what you are and help your clients and humanity see more. You don't want to settle at the level of what you see seen them. Um, it's been our whole uh, history together uh, in terms of um, our progression in the 33 years that I've been a part of this understanding that, you know, we always have thought at times through this journey that we've really found the answer to them. We really have found it. So there was a period in the 90s where we started to teach some things that, were really insights from the principles. And it became a four-day course, and we would speak to the principles for a half day. And then we would speak to these concepts. You could see our innocence. We thought we knew something. And there was a group of about maybe 10 of us, huh? And we, we thought we needed to get more rigorous about the concepts. The concepts are what I mean by the insights. We all had insights. We had insights into feelings. We had insights into moods. We had insights into levels of understanding. So we taught all those concepts. And then uh, we were going really strong, you know, on this stuff. And uh, Sid heard this one time, and he said, this isn't what I'm seeing. These are the principles. And uh, we had to drop the whole thing. So, so our, our ego, I don't know, I'm just making this up. We, you know, in our human condition, we want to hold on to something and say, okay, we found it, but really this is about nothing. And so you want to keep going to nothing and look for more. And again, with, with our group, I really have to commend people that we, um, dropped everything. And that was a little uh, brought about a lot of insecurity because, again, if you think you know something and then you've got to go that I don't really know it. Um, It wasn't comfortable, but again, you know, we kept listening to Sid and it helped us move in a more deeper more, more deeper understanding of the principles. But again, I'm just telling you stories about. Uh, how easy it is to um, value what you've seen as if they were the principles. They, the, it is a manifestation of the principles. And it's beautiful because it means that your level of consciousness has risen. And you're living in more contentment. And you're living in more peace. But I bet you can see through a week that you see more. You see more. And that's what you always want to direct people toward. Um, so that's what I wanted to share about, um, Sydney Banks having a spiritual understanding and what I've seen about it and, uh, the hope for every one of us that, um, uh, we can always see, uh, see more from what we truly are, this knowledge. And it will always move us uh, closer to our true nature, which is love and understanding. Uh, Love and understanding. So I I hope that was helpful to people. Um, um, I just, let's see. I just wanted to really help us Really honor how uh, what we truly are, and be open to the fact that there's just more to see. One more one more piece here. You know, Sydney Banks again is, has said there are infinite levels of understanding. Now I can't even imagine that. I mean, that's hard to get my mind around because again. I'm, I was, I'm always hoping that, well, okay, I finally got it, you know, but that's just me. I'm not saying anybody else is like that, but, but then there's always hope there, hope that, oh my God, and thrill, thrill, a thrill, oh my God, I can see more, and then there's more, and then there's more. I think that's always been the thrill for me of um, what has awakened in, um uh, uh, in, in, um, in, and having some sense of the principles, is that I live in feeling thrilled to see more. And I keep listening to Sid. I keep reading his books because something always wakes up a little more. I love being able to, to meet other people that want to share the principles because in that, in that connection with people, we see more. And that's the hope of, of, this, uh, of the principles is being able to see more. Well, okay, um, thanks for bearing with me on that. And I just wanna check in with people. Um, again, this is a, really an interactive um, teleseminar. And so again, I, I, I wanna hear if this made sense to you, if you have any questions, and really if you have anything you wanna share with the group of people that are on this call about your own understanding. So to do that, uh, you need to press star two on your phone and I'll see that you have a have something to share and then I'll invite you to talk. So really feel free to share. I want I would love to hear from people. How's it going for you out there in Teleseminar Land? Okay, well we have somebody here. Um, oh, it, it's it's Joel, and then there's somebody else. So let's go with Joel first. Hi, Joel. Hello. I unmuted you, Joel. Hi, Un- Katie, Katie. Oh, there we are. There you are. I I just uh, clicked Joel.
1: Yes, it's me. I'm here.
0: Oh, oh, good. Hi,
1: hi. Hi, Mark. Thanks so much. It's so great to hear you again today, and you um, you answered a lot of um, questions towards some of the stuff that you and I were personally talking about towards the presentation coming up. Um, Rachel. Yeah, it, it, it was terrific. I, I wanted to ask you, in terms of listening and seeing more, I I feel like I I really grasped something in general, but I was wondering if you could maybe give an example or two of the time where through your listening you saw more and what, what that meant to actually see more?
2: Um,
0: okay, what What do I mean by that? Um, okay, good. Um, well, uh, one of the interesting things, Joel and everybody on the call, one of the interesting things here is that Uh, uh, you can have insights about your true nature a lot. You know, when I was uh, training in Freudian therapy, if somebody had an insight in a year, that was, that was great. But with the principles, there's no limit to insights happening. And so, um, so, uh, Okay, I'll just share with you something. How about on a practical level? Sure. So how about on a practical level? That
1: would be great.
0: Um, so, okay, okay. So, um, I'm bringing in a personal story, but I got I got clearance from my wife. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm like um, I'm six months into learning about the principles, going through seminars with Sydney Banks and meeting with a few people in the Bay Area and teaching the principles and learning a lot. And, uh, it changed me. It changed me because I was a person, uh, that always argued and my way was the right way. And it, it infiltrated into my marriage and I I had a good marriage, but I would argue with my wife a lot because again, my way was the right way, you know? Um, and so, but, but this changed me. And so for six months, um, I had a lot, I was in a, a state of understanding with my wife and we didn't really get in into any disagreements, honestly. And then, um, you know, one day we're, we're into something and I, and I just got arguing. I just got in, I just got caught up again in my old way and I started arguing and, and, uh, it wasn't, it was, it was just, Going on, so we went into separate rooms. So the minute I started to go into that other room, I got, I got, I realized, I realized something I had never seen before about relationships, about the nature of relationships. Here's what occurred to me it occurred to me that, you know what, I bet that as people do, you say you've changed and then. All of a sudden you're back into your old way and it looks like you didn't really change. And I bet my wife Becky, I bet Becky's thinking that this came to me. I bet she's thinking, Oh my God, he's back to his old self. He never really did change, you know. So I got that. Mm. I never I had not seen that before. And then I got you've gotta go tell her. You've gotta go tell her uh what's really happened. And I didn't see that before either, so I did. I went back, she was sitting in the living room, and I said, you know, uh, I got to talk to you about this, because it it may look to you like, because I just argued with you, I'm my old self, and the six months was nothing, but I must say that I'm not that person. I just got caught up in my old thinking, but I'm really not that anymore. Even when I was arguing, I didn't even feel like my old person, and you could see i I've shifted. So I, I just want you to see that, that I really have changed. And it's, it changed everything. It changed everything. She, came, I could just see her come to peace and we got really close and connected. So on a practical level, in a small little area, I had not seen those two things about relationships. So, so that, so that's something, Joel. Um, And, you know, along the way, you know, what I talked about today, about the spiritual nature of the principles and being able to talk there, even though I really, you know, don't know that at a high, high, I mean, at an extremely high level, let's say, or at Sid's level, I Mm -hmm. couldn't talk like, I couldn't talk like that, you know, 15 years ago. I just started to just see more and more about the, spiritual nature, about it being formless, uh, about uh, how through mind we manifest. Mind is always manifesting all the time through thought and consciousness into what we come up with in our thinking. So that's something that I saw. So those are two examples that come to mind now in my life, ordinary life, and kind of something I saw spiritually. Does that help?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, those those were really powerful and beautiful. They, they do help a lot. I, I guess when I initially asked the question, it was more um, jumping off of your point that when you're with somebody that you're working with and, you know, you express what you've seen and then you listen deeply to them for more. So I was wondering if there was a mechanic, you know, something mechanical seeming about that process. But those insights that you shared were awesome.
0: Well, real, real briefly, because there's another person to go to. uh, But, but this is that's good. That's good. I'm glad you shared that a little more. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, you know what I meant by that is, um, again, if you're not holding on to. uh, the, the insight you have that that's all you've got to share is your insight, but you want to share your insight because that's the, that's powerful. Okay. Right. But you share, but you share that. So then when you share that in your listening, one of the, one of the, a uh, uh, thing, one of the purposes of, of listening beyond you. So you're listening beyond that insight is to get more. Now, what you got going for you is the connection with your client. So it's a partnership trying to see more. So when you share what you've seen and then you ask them, well, what sense did that make for you? When you hear them, it's going to help you uh modify what you've seen. Um, mm. You see? And, um and, and then, uh, you know, you'll be, you'll just, you could, you'll see more in the session. Um, so, um, so I might say something like, um, well, you know, um, uh, you know, what I kind of seen is that, uh, when you have, uh, your opinions of your, of your uh, partner are um, really just being created through your own thinking. They're just your ideas. Did that make sense to you? Um, well, how could they be my own ideas? Because I'm really seeing something that's true. I mean, I'm really seeing that <laughs> this person is not, does not clean up after themselves, you know? <laughs> well, well, okay. So, so when I, when I hear that, I know I, I hear, wow. Okay. They didn't get this at all. Uh, I need to speak a little deeper. I need to try to help them see that a little more. I say, well, okay, well, again, you know, of course you're going to, through thought, see that they didn't clean up like you clean up. But through this power, you have to think you're going to have a thought about that. Well, of course, I haven't thought about that. I want them to clean up. Well, can you see that might be just one way to think about it? So I don't know. You just keep moving with with someone, and you might they might catch on to something. Oh, that's what you mean. You mean I just make up? I just make up a way to feel about that. So it just keeps getting deeper and deeper as you move along. So. I'm not saying it like at the level I'd like to say it, Joel.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: But um, that's the best I could come up with right now. I think I you know. I know. I know. I know. When I close up the call, something deeper is going to come up for me. But I hope that was <laughs>
1: helpful to you. I hope that it, was, it was helpful re- to you. It's it, it's very helpful, and and I think I get the gist of it. And and your simple example lets me know that. Any number of things can come forward and they might be... Yeah, any of number, them. any,
0: any, that's right. Any number of things can come up. Beautiful. So, so great hearing from you, Joe. I'm going to go on to the next call. Um, so this is Minnie. Minnie, is this Minnie? Hello? Someone in San Francisco.
2: Oh, it, it's Kathy's... It's Kathy, Mark.
0: Oh, hi. Okay, you came Kathy. up as many.
2: <laughs> Four, one, I have a 415 area code. That's why oh, I'm, I'm really in Arcata, California. Um, okay. Hi, Kathy. Thank you. Hi. hi, Mark, and thank you for that talk. I, I uh, just just very briefly thank you for breaking all those parts down for us about or for me about my thinking versus the depth that Sydney banks could uh think at or realize that um I was alive in the seventies and eighties too, if I had the money I spent on self help books and thought each one of them was the answer, you know I could have retired at a very young age and um so thanks for that and the second thing I wanted to say is I just in the last i don't know forty eight hours or something got a wonderful realization about my my own self, um, about my thinking, about I have always been a fearful person, and so this, is, this teaching, this understanding has been a great help to me to understand how a lot of the fear I go through are me reacting to my own thoughts. And I thought I kind of had that one in the bag, and it was over with, and I could go forward with my life, but Lately, I've been being sort of tested by the surroundings I live in and certain situations that have happened, <clears throat> which take up a lot of time that I could be using otherwise, thinking about the this, this situation, how to get out of it, or how to get into it, or whatever. And it hit me the other day that, again, this simple, simple idea is I have been reacting to my own thinking about X situation that's what's taking up the time the people that are involved in the situation are going to go on around me being who they are I'm not in any danger and although that sounds real simple I I got it on a much more complete a deeper level and much more completely how I waste my own time and so I'll just stop right there and thank you again for your talk today
0: Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. You see, um, uh, you see how these are just words to try to explain this, but you see how when you have been pointed in the direction and waken up to the spiritual energy that you are a part of, how it assists you. That, that was a beautiful insight. And mm-hmm. it, 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 yeah, it really is beautiful. It, it's like, you know, you know, you could say to people, people could say, well, you know, uh, that's been said. But it hasn't been said, like what you have, you've just mentioned to us, at the depth at which you saw it. It's the depth at which you saw it that is uh, where the power lies. It's not so much what the words are. It's the depth at which you touched it. That realigned you. And when you saw that, It's just merely reacting to your thinking. It gives you freedom. And then you get other thoughts like you just shared with us. I'm not in any danger. Those people are going to go about their thing. This has just been taking up a whole bunch of my time. See, you keep getting thoughts that help you out. But again, what I was pointing to today is that Something forms from again wisdom speaking to us. Wisdom, as Sid says, is spiritual, and um, it came to you. It assisted you. Now it is simple, but of course, whenever it comes to us, it is simple. It must be simple. That's what Sid has always told us. It must be simple. But, but the depth that you said to us, it came to you from that you know. You know this at a depth. That's big time. See, that's big time. But it, it must is. come simple. Yeah, it must it come is. simple though.
2: Thank you for that, and I like the word you use: uh, realignment or realigned, because that's what I yeah, feel. Yeah, 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 Very yeah, realigned. Yeah. And the best part yeah. about that is that on a nonverbal level, other people pick that up, and they begin to act differently or whatever. So it's powerful, and thank you, Mark. Again, you're welcome, Kathy. Several times. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah,
0: thank thank you so much for sharing. That that's what I love about us being together. You see, uh, as people share, you could feel the feeling in people. You could feel the feeling in Joel, and in Kathy, and um, that's why I want to leave a lot of room for people on the call to just talk to us. It doesn't matter if you. Got a deep insight or anything? It's just uh, okay. us having a chance to talk to one another. Yeah, that was beautiful. Anybody else? We got we 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 got some time left. Anybody else would like to um, uh, share with us anything or have a question about anything? Well, I just, uh, I knew that, um, uh, something would come when I kind of stepped back a bit about Joel's question. But one other thing that has just come to mind for me that I saw, um, you know, Sydney Banks talks a lot about our true nature, um, being love and understanding. And I truly saw that and, uh, that our, our, our true nature is simply love. And um, that deep feeling of love and, and understanding, understanding that for me, what I saw there. Uh, he didn't talk about the details of the understanding, but what I saw there was that your understanding that everybody around you is, is the same, that they're they're connected to the spiritual energy of mind, and they're using thought and consciousness to create their experience of life moment to moment. Everybody's doing the same thing. And boy, that's really helped me be with people. And, um, you know, just connect more with uh, a whole range of people. But to, again, see, it's just a feeling like um, Kathy was sharing, there's a depth to the words that I'm using. There's a depth to love and understanding um that uh, and this really comes from, and that 's what i 've seen that 's all it 's as simple as that, so you know really honestly, when I get caught up i it occurs to me to go to love and understanding, and when I get to that depth of feeling, it realigns by thinking you know I think that realignment is a nice way to look at our biology too, because I really bet that. And it looks like it's true, too, when people gain insights about their true nature. It realigns everything. So, well, okay, folks. It's been wonderful to have you be part of our, my teleseminar again. The recording will be sent out to you. But, again, if you're looking for the recording or um, other of the teleseminars, it's almost two years worth of teleseminars now. Uh, just go to my website, www.3principlesinstitute.org. Um, uh, if you have any other questions, you could always email me at dr, like doctor, drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Okay. Well, have a great uh, rest of today for all of you. And, um, we'll talk next month. Thanks for being here. All right. Take care.
1: The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the